Support for Talking Art on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. I'm talking art today with Byron, or B.K. Davis, a pianist and the first black Steinway International artist from the state of Iowa, who will be performing this Sunday, October 17th, at the Polyrhythms Third Sunday Jazz Concert at the Redstone Room in Davenport. Good morning, B.K. Good morning, Carolyn. Now, you've reached an extremely high level of craftsmanship with the piano, but in addition to that, you're a prolific composer, a vocalist, and you play a variety of other instruments. And it all began right here as you grew up in Davenport. What, what was it like growing up in your family? Were they also musical? Um, my mother uh, plays piano and sings. My mother did teach me all about the dominant sevens and about ear training and about how to approach a song intellectually and um, spiritually. My father was a drummer. And so basically my education came from my mother. And she had a grand piano in your home, I understand. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And very, inst- very important in terms of your musical upbringing was the church. Your, your father was a pastor at, at a Pentecostal church or a series of them. And you became very involved with a choir while quite young. Yes. Um, dad and mom had uh, seven churches. And uh, at, at one point, I became the musical director for, for them and uh, did, did a whole lot of music. And that was still while you were in junior high school and high school. That is correct. correct? Um, training outside of the church um, came, well, actually, a lot of my real intense training came from from the church. We had different musical directors like Ronnie Teague, um, Kenneth Hollins, Hollingsworth, um, John Taylor, um, and, and a number of outstanding uh, composers and, and uh, pianists and organists. Um, all from here in the Quad Cities. All from right here. Uh, we would all be very surprised to, to know the level of talent that, that is here in the Quad Cities in general. Just in general. We, we are a mecca of great musicians and artists and singers. You went to Washington Elementary on East Locust Street and then Davenport Central. Were you involved in music in school as well? Well, initially, no. Um, in six, yeah, sixth grade when I was 12... Um, I, I had written a song and a talent contest was announced and I said, well, you know, sure. Okay. I'll give it a try. And so I played this song that I wrote and, and sang and the kids went wild. And as a result of that, I won sixth grade student (laughs) council president at Washington (laughs) elementary. It pays off to be a musician, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But, but you know, I'm, I'm amazed hearing your story because so many pianists start with classical music. That's traditionally how we begin. And then we move on to other forms like blues or jazz. 
But that's not what happened to you. Well, like. interestingly, um, we hear classical music all the time here in our culture. And many of us have no idea that it's classical music. For example, much of the Christmas music that we hear is, in fact, classical music. A lot of the um, short um, songs that we learn as children, as children, these are classical tunes, but we have no idea generally. So, you know, even, even if you think of something like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star by Mozart. Well, if you Google 12 variations on Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, you'll find that, oh my gosh, you take that little melody you can take that little melody and do any number of wonderful things with it i hadn't really thought about it that way i suppose uh you know after you have such a uh, there's so many twists and turns in your career because after high school where you at a you know at a very young age clearly started composing and were writing and were leading choirs which is which is an unusual thing for someone at that age to do. Then you pivoted and didn't go directly into music. You joined the military. Um, I, yeah, and you couldn't take a piano with you there. I, I, I could not. And, um, you know, the, the, the military was a wonderful break from music. Wonderful break. And prior to military, um, the musical training was rigorous. Um, I had to learn um, hundreds of songs, hundreds of choral parts, and um, hundreds of compositions, and learning and teaching. And so by the time military came around, I was ready to take a break. So it sounds like that was a necessary break, which is it, would you say this is true, that it allowed you to refocus your energies and um, maintain uh, you know, that level of interest at, a, at just at a later time, do you think you would have burned out if you'd continued right through? You know, who knows? I don't, I don't, I, I can't, I can't say because I don't know. One of the things I, 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 I try and capture in, in my book, Ivory Towers, a true story, uh, Byron BK Davis, um, which, which talks about my life growing up in Davenport, then over to Europe, then all around the globe. Um, and, and you can find my book at bkdavis.net. One of the interesting things is that I had some breaks along the way, but uh, some of my uh, uh, memories uh, are, are, are hinged around writing TV commercials, uh, radio commercials, and the like. Mm -hmm. So after you left the military, in order to maintain employment, you did stay in music, but it was more the corporate, uh, more in terms of the corporate side. Yes, basically marketing and advertising. Yeah, yeah. And so I would get assignments to write different types of commercials. For example, um, I penned an Indianapolis 500 commercial, which I guess that was in the 80s, I suppose. Um, of course, I was thrilled, absolutely thrilled. And that was uh, my real big push into composing different kinds of music. That was a rock song. That was a rock song. And uh, just, just different, uh, 
different compositions and different assignments as a staff writer? Well, you know, while I've been introduced to you through your jazz compositions and performances, you have played in a quite a wide variety of different musical genres, soul and R&B and a lot of Latin music. What will you be performing this Sunday at the Polyrhythms concert? Oh, to, 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 to name a few tunes, one, one of my, one of my uh, favorite songs is Esta Noche Una Fiesta. And this means in, in English, uh, it means tonight we're going to have a party. And so um, this is a very lively and fun song. Uh, to name a couple other compositions that will be um, performing, uh, like uh, Pineapple Shake. It's, it's also a rumba. It's, it's very, very, very fun to perform. Um, let's see. There's another composition, Down in Belize, and uh, Something Warm, which talks about how cold it gets here in Iowa. So Something Warm is one of your originals. Oh, yes. I, I, out of my catalog on this Sunday, uh, we plan to perform about 15 uh, of, of my original compositions and songs and it's gonna be lively and it's gonna be <laughs> rhythmic I, I love afro hispanic beats and rhythms uh -huh. because of course all across the caribbean all across across central and south america we have this plethora of very very interesting rhythms and when combined with uh well what i might say exotic uh melodies and chordal structures, we come up with brilliant music. Um, and so this is where I like to spend my energies um, musically. And when I'm not dealing with music, I'm uh, uh, writing books and, um, and studying languages. I'm a linguist. And so uh, my next book to follow um, and if you go to, uh, well, I've already said this, but I'll say it again, just, just for good measure, bkdavis.net, um, I have a book to follow about um, linguistics and how one can teach him or herself languages without having to spend all the money we spend at university. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you've traveled and lived all over the world, and it sounds like that really fed your interest in linguistics, but also provided you with new sources of music and new inspiration. Yeah, Carolyn, that's that's exactly right. Um, I love the cultures all around, you know, um, the world. I love the people. I love the food. Um, and I love the sound, sights and sounds and smells, different smells of the different lands and things. And so it's just uh, wonderful to get out and get around. It is a sensory experience sometimes going someplace. You describe the smells, and I think you do have to travel to really understand that. It makes you come alive, really. So I imagine it, it really enhances that creative process for you. Yes, good observation, Carolyn. Um, example, here in Iowa, we have corn everywhere. Well, we, those of us who are from this area, we know what corn smells like. We know when it's harvest time, it's like, ooh. <laughs> Beautiful. We know what the Mississippi smells like when we're near it. We know the rumble and the uh, the sound of the of the trains going up and down. Um, 
and we know the sounds of the birds around us, you know, and even even our accents as as Iowans, it's just fantastic. Our Midwestern ears. Well, you've recorded several concerts this past year when it was hard to do so. You did it remotely. People can listen to them on Facebook, and they were recorded right here on Joy at uh, Joy Avenue Media in Bettendorf, and and they were co-sponsored by River Music Experience. You call them the Invisible Secret Concert Series. And, and you know, I knew you were a Steinway artist, but I was very surprised when I started listening to them to hear that you sing the vocals. Yes, as a Steinway international artist, I, I don't only record on Steinways, record piano on Steinways. I also sing my compositions and my melodies. And I, I try to uh, deliver um, different styles, in different languages. For example, um, if you Google BK Davis, let me comfort you. I'm joined by a friend of mine who is from Russia, and uh, I sing the first verse or the first, you know, the first part of the song. I sing in English. The Natalia, Natalia Sticko, sings the second part in Russian. And I spoke with Natalia, and uh, she might be here. She might be here this uh, um, this Sunday. Yeah, I saw her performance. It's early on in your second recording, which was made in April. Um, you know, and a Steinway International Artist, that's that's quite an honor. What was the selection process like? How, how do you become one of their artists? Well, I was asked to submit a large body of original compositions and recorded music. And, of course, I had... Um, covers and other things, uh, not just uh, songs, but also compositions. I have a lot of um, piano music, which you might consider, I won't even say easy listening, but if, but if you remember you know, several, several years back, uh, you might go into some place and you just hear piano music in the background. Um, this is, I have a lot. Of, of just, just ambiance music, ambiance music. And uh, I love it personally. So, so you had to, to sort of become a Steinway artist, you had to write some of your original compositions or was it based on your performance? My performances, my compositions, my songs, all of this recorded information was submitted to Manhattan and Manhattan. Uh, then it was vetted, I was vetted um, globally through Hamburg, Hamburg, uh, Germany or Deutschland, and it's it's just a, a process. They they see your work, they look at it, accept, and there it is. Yeah, I got a letter. I got a letter in the mail, and man, it was wonderful. I feeling. bet I can't I can't imagine that that was in two thousand and twelve. When I first heard you sing, the first person I thought of was the artist Freddie Cole, who just died a little over a year ago. But your voice reminds me of him a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, Nat King Cole, Freddie Cole. Uh, these were, you know, um, also influences of mine, along with, I have to say this, all the great artists that I studied down through the years, all the great vocalists, um, all the information or data, if you will, it all comes together 
not only vocally, as, as one develops oneself, um, it comes together and then pianistically as well. You know, you, you study Beethoven and you study Mozart and you study Brahms. And then the biggest kick of all is you get to see your own compositions come alive on a Steinway grand piano. And the Steinway has its own personality. It has its own warmth, has its own touch. The Steinway pianos, each one is very, very unique. And um, what it does for me as an artist, it facilitates and fosters a certain musical environment so I'm free enough to be creative intellectually. Wow. Well, you'll be playing on a Steinway. Fortunately, the Redstone Room has one there, and it was donated approximately five years ago. I may be off by a little bit. And then Nate Lawrence from Polyrhythms uh, put out a fundraising campaign to restore it, and it was restored ultimately in this little town outside Cedar Rapids in Walker, Iowa. So you get to perform on that um, on uh, Sunday. And then, you know, uh, growing up, I know... You'd said you were influenced by so many different musicians, and, and your mother also introduced you to many. Was there a particular jazz pianist that inspired you? Well, yes. I studied the music of uh, Oscar Peterson, uh, Bill Evans, and also I learned quite a bit from the work of Leonard Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein and uh, uh, Rimsky-Korsakov. This is, uh, uh, I love his work. I love his theory. I love his application of applied theory. Um, I learned from him how to use the Lydian, the Lydian scale, and I call it the proper use and function of the Lydian scale as applied in all of the five chords of music. Most folks don't know that music only has five chords, basically. But from those five chords, those five chords are the fountainhead of where we can go musically. Is there, and it, it's probably hard to choose one, but is there a particularly memorable concert performance you can recall? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, oh yeah. One in particular, right here at the Redstone Room. <laughs> uh, what's the address here? Well, you're not talking about the upcoming one, 129 uh, Main Street. 129 <laughs> Main Street, Davenport, <laughs> Iowa. That's going to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's coming up. It, it's coming up on the 17th of October. But prior to that, I think it was in 2015, uh -huh. um, it seemed like to me the entire community was here. It just seemed like that. And I was just overwhelmed to see so many friends and, and, and friendly faces and people I knew, you know, who I had met years ago and, and who I had known. And, and, uh, but, but the new faces and new friends I met. So, yeah, it was overwhelming then, and I'm sure it's going to be overwhelming now. Yeah. Well, you've lived all over the world, and, and uh, within the United States recently, you've spent significant time in Florida. And now I understand they're splitting some time between Florida and, and Burlington, Iowa, but that's not too far from the Quad Cities. Um, I, I noticed when I listened to your concert, you've composed some songs with the local flair. One I smiled was entitled Duck Creek, which all of us here in the Quad Cities will recognize. And, and then you had mentioned the composition Something Warm, which, which is about the cold Iowa winters. Um, 
So are you finding new sources of inspiration being back here now? Yes. Um, you know, visiting neighborhoods that I, I, I you know, I, I know and are familiar to me. Of course, the famous Duck Creek, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, at one point in my life, I was homesick. And so I just came up with this groove, basically. It has no words. It's, it's a groove. It's a tune. And uh, it, it filled my, my heart. It filled my mind. And it just poured out in, one, in about, about 15 minutes. Well, BK Davis, thank you so much for talking today. It was really a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you so much for having me. The Polyrhythms Third Sunday Jazz Series will feature pianist and Steinway international artist B.K. Davis this Sunday, October 17th at the Redstone Room in Davenport. The concert runs from 5 to 7 p.m. and tickets can be obtained at the door or by emailing Nate, that's N-A-T-E, at polyrhythms.org. You can also learn more about the artist by visiting bkdavis.net. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK.